Eric's book was completely bombing and he had no idea what exactly was going on. That's the reason we're gonna discuss today three ways to make sure your books bomb. So this is Chris Baird from selfpublishingmadeeasynow.com where self-publishing doesn't have to be so hard. It was about a year ago and Eric, he was a self-publisher, someone who was working on getting his very first book out onto the market in South Africa. He was trying to, he wanted to see if it was possible to get books onto the market and get them selling. He was working with books that were in the tech area and he was thinking, look, he sees with KDP, there's a lot of opportunity to replace your day job with the income that's coming through with self-published books. He also had worked himself within the technology sector and figured this was going to be a great, easy way of going about doing this. So he started producing these technology books like on Microsoft products, on how to do with Apple products or Samsung. There was a number of different types of books that he was coming out with on the market. The only problem was none of them were selling at all. They were completely bombing. The thing was he realized that if he continued at this rate, he was never going to be seeing any sales on any of these books. And as a result of that, he would never be able to quit his day job. He maybe was misinformed that on KDP, on Amazon Kindle Direct Publishing, it's not so easy to actually get sales. You can write and publish books, but then it's a completely different thing to actually get sales coming through. And he started to doubt whether or not this whole KDP thing was for real or whether it was just fake and that people had said it would work, but in reality, it doesn't work or it only works for a select few people who happen to be really good at writing. So he started to doubt a bit whether or not he was actually a good writer. So, but when he first started, he started with the Microsoft route since that was the tools that he was used to. So how to deal with Windows 10 or Windows 11, how to get these operating systems up and running or other aspects like Microsoft Outlook or PowerPoint or other tools. And so putting these books onto the market, he figured there would be an audience, but when he didn't see any sales, he moved on to the next option, which was the Apple and going on to Android technology, choosing the latest technologies and putting books on how to use those technologies and get the most out of them. The thing is, his books were great. The quality of each of the books exactly explained how to use the tool. They included pictures, all, everything appeared to be just fine. The only problem was nobody was buying his books. That was the point for which after watching a number of my videos, he decided I'm gonna book a coaching session. So the first thing we did was I went immediately looking through his books. So I would have an idea of where exactly the problem might be. After all, they were bombing. So there were at least three things he was doing that was creating this bit of an issue. And he most likely, like virtually all of my clients, are unaware of the mistakes that you're making when it comes to self-publishing your books. So the first one, he didn't check to see that the books that he was writing, the exact types of books he was writing, were actually selling on Amazon. And so I used Katie Spy and I went through exactly some of the first couple of his books, like how to use Windows 11. And I looked on Amazon for the absolute best sellers ranking for how to use Windows 11, the operating system. And I noticed they were all ranking in like the 1 million zone range. So in other words, I'm always keeping my eye out to see are any of these books ranking within the top 100,000 because that means they're selling about a book a day. And if they aren't in that range, well then they're really you know, gonna be in the million so they're, they're selling maybe one a month or one every other month and this is no way to go. So in other words, I got an immediate message that the first thing he was doing and failing on, it was choosing a niche 
or a targeted niche, in this case, like this sub-niche on, on uh, Windows, how to use Windows, that people just weren't buying the books. Now, it doesn't mean people don't need that information. It's just in book format or maybe audiobook format, they just don't want it. Some people like to consume their media via magazines. Others like to read books. Some people like to listen to podcasts or YouTube videos like this one, you see? And so what happened was, is that we assume that because people need this information, then they will definitely buy it through any of the different mediums that are available on the internet. And that is a huge mistake and a surefire way to bomb with your self-published books. We want to make sure we're writing books in markets that exist. We may come up with some weird looking fruit, but if we stick it on a market and nobody knows what it is or nobody's really interested in it, they're not going to buy it. And we do not want to have to create a new market. That's a lot more expensive than finding an existing market that isn't too far off. The second thing we did was we looked at his covers and we noticed that some of his covers were not looking like the top sellers inside of those markets. So even with few sales being made for the existing books, we saw that his books actually, the covers also had some room for improvement. It was difficult to read some of the lettering that was on the covers. It sort of blended into the background. There was a number of mistakes that had been made, which is one of the reasons why we usually recommend that we go through actual cover designers and don't just try to do it in Canva. On the positive side, he had taken the covers and they did match each other and he built a brand around a single name. I noticed that a lot of the best sellers, they were just doing one-off books here and there where the author themselves had no author's bio and they were just simply hoping the best. So he had actually optimized this area and I did see that his content was solid. So the chapter breakdowns and the way that it described how to use these tools, it looked really helpful for somebody who had that problem, even though there weren't that many people who wanted to read a book on how to solve that problem. The second, the final point was that he assumed that if the book's content was good, he didn't have to drive traffic. Now, driving traffic can be done. There's three different ways to get the traffic that we're going to need on our books. The first one is through paid ads with Amazon. This is a great way to go about figuring out if there's a problem with our title, subtitle, or our cover, so that when people see those things all together, it's going to tempt them to click on the video on the uh, on the on the link that we see in the ad on Amazon and come to your sales page. So that was the first thing that we that we had, which was, and so that's the role of ads. Then we have content marketing, where if he builds a blog on his own name and he's continually writing out content upon how to go about solving these problems people have, he can then push the books as a supplement to an existing traffic. So Google themselves will send traffic to him and that's dealing with that. And then the final one, which is the most important in many ways, it's making sure that the keywords that he's using in his title and subtitle actually are what people are searching on. And the problem in this case is there was a low volume of searching searches that were going on. And so all three of these created a situation situation for which his book was bombing. He wasn't sure exactly where to go from there. So he started just to assume that maybe then nobody wants to buy tech books. But that was when we finally, by using Katie Spy, went through more of his books and we discovered that within some of his books, there was a decent amount of purchases being made on Amazon. And what that told us was that these are the books that need to be targeted with regards to his future books that he's writing. We take none of the books we have on the market down. We always put all our content that we've created out there. There's just no reason not to bring in the money from that. Over many years, you can see hundreds of dollars coming in through low performing books. And that was something that he was a little bit tempted was just taking down a book. And that's an awful idea. We keep the books up there, but then we make sure that our future books are going along this line of 
in terms of targeting markets that actually exist or selling lots of books, but there aren't that many books in those in on Amazon for those exact topics. And then the other thing we do is that we optimize and we drive traffic against them. He would not ever really thought about driving Amazon ads. He was saying they might be too expensive for him. You know, in South Africa where he works, he's not making so much money, but he didn't understand that the point of ads is not to bleed money, it's to make money. So that we're pushing ads and we're testing out how we can fix our cover, our title, subtitle, or reviews in order to drive more sales of our books on Amazon, which then brings money in to pay for the very ads we're doing. Our goal on ads is to break even. That's the goal of our ads. It is not to make a profit. It's to increase that audience size. And then if you're able to get their email addresses and we go from there, that gives us the ability to do a lot better over the over the long run. And so this is a long game we're in about optimizing things. And so the biggest lesson for him, it was the idea that sometimes it's useful to figure out what are the things you're not, the strategies you're not implementing that definitely could be implemented. And since this point, he's chosen to target on the ones, the markets that are profitable. And he's began within the tech area, so he's not shifting everything. He's just focusing on books that are already selling on Amazon and making sure that his books are not differing so much from some of those books already. And he started to see the traction that's going on there. And so this is a really huge problem that a lot of self-publishers struggle with. And so one of the things is trying to figure out why your books are bombing and then making the adjustments you need to do in order to stop them from happening. But I want to know, tell me below in the comments, what have you done that have caused your books to bomb? Let me know below in the comments because I love to hear from you and I respond to all comments. Thanks a lot.